And action. All right, you are listening to 1037 Super Jams Radio, Inspiring Hope. We just came out of the greatest day, Christmas. Absolutely. Our Savior was born. So we're going to sing about it. Here we go. They were like prisons that we couldn't escape. But he came and he died and he rose. Those walls are rubble now Remember those giants we called death and grave They were like mountains that stood in our way But he came and he died and he rose Those giants are dead now That's how we started off right after Christmas. Patrick, I want to hear you sing. Are you ready? Here we go. Patrick sounds amazingly like Phil Wickham. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jesus, for all your blessings. Thank you for uh, being our Savior. We love you. That's what this show is about. And uh, welcome to Inspiring Hope. 
you don't know what you're listening to, it's 103.7 Super Jams Radio. Pastor Patrick Livingston and uh, DJ Minister Mark. And we're here to talk about our Lord. And, and everything else that goes along with that. You know, I guess uh, today we're just going to come out of Christmas and talk about it. Absolutely. I think, I, I think Blacks and Jimmy are still fighting about the gifts. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. We're going to have to, maybe we'll get them a call and see if they settled it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick. Well, how was your Christmas? We'll start you know, with it, that. It was really good. I, um, I would have to say it was really good. I didn't do as much as I usually do in the past. That's so, good. So I was able to relax a little bit, man. Yeah, do you hear that? Pastor Patrick took yeah. three minutes off. Yes. Because <laughs> that's about all he gets. Yeah. Um, that's about all. It, even when I try to schedule something now, you know, it just just seems like it, you know, it's difficult to happen. Um, that's uh, that's uh, just part of being a servant. You just got to yeah. get it done. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I had an interesting Christmas. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Well, listen, our plan is always to just celebrate yeah. Jesus. We, uh-huh. in, you know, it's uh, we have a birthday party for Jesus in our home. It's mm. you know, it's his birthday, mm-hmm. so you know that's why we're all you know all the hoopla is yeah. about mm-hmm. is him being born. So we just decided that just like we like that birthday party, birthday parties in our house are a big deal. Yeah, like we th- we think it's important to celebrate a birth. So uh, what's more important than celebrating Jesus' birth? So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. But um, my stepdaughter, Sierra, um, she was, I, I got home Friday afternoon getting ready for Christmas weekend, and mm-hmm. my wife calls me hysterical. You know, ambulance is at the house. She can't breathe, and they're rushing to the hospital. I, I'm like, okay, let's mm-hmm. go. And then, you know, so I'm, I'm breaking land speed records trying to yeah. get to the house, and uh I did jump over a few buildings with the, with the oh, truck. The truck. Truck's oh. pretty, pretty legit. Yeah. You can uh, dodge ram. You can, you can, you can do you things can do with things. it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got back to the house, and, and the ambulance was outside. She was already loaded up. And, uh, yeah, they're like, no, it's not a big deal. Like, we're good. No lights, just a slow ride to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you know when it's bad, to, like, they're driving. Oh, gosh, they're yes. driving like I was driving. Oh, yes. So we thought, oh, yeah, it's just, you know, maybe a panic attack. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, what could it be? Well, it turns out that uh, her her pancreas was so inflamed it was pressing against her liver. Mm. Uh, I mean, excuse me, her gallbladder, uh-huh. and it just it was crazy. So she had to have surgery. Something didn't go as expected in the surgery. Mm-hmm. She's been in the hospital since Friday. Wow. She just got out like two hours ago. Wow. So you know we've been running back and forth trying to be with her. Uh-huh. Uh, cont- we had guests coming in. For Christmas, they're at the hospital with us. Oh. We basically spent Christmas at the hospital. Um, at, at the hospital. And, and look, special shout out to the folks at Jupiter Medical doing a wonderful mm-hmm. job taking care of her, uh, even taking care of us. Honestly, mm-hmm. they were they were very accommodating. Yeah. You know, Sierra's got lots of friends, so it yeah. was like a like a constant flow door there, of huh? people. Yeah. You know, just showing up, and uh, you know, thankful for that too. And um, you know, so it was just crazy. So you know, we every year we buy shirts my mother-in-law gets us shirts for the theme of this party uh-huh. so you know like last year i don't know if you ever seen my shirt y'all ready for my birthday with a picture of jesus on it oh it's, yes i did which I by the way i love that, that shirt yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> shirts you know and then like the year maybe that was two years ago the year last year we did ugly sweaters with mm-hmm. actual ornaments on uh-huh. it yeah they were like <laughs> so this year we went barbie since it's you know what's happening barbie right now. now yeah so we did a barbie christmas and uh, my shirt was Kennergy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Kennergy. Ken- yeah. <laughs> and, 
and uh, you know Stacy. So you know Stacy was um, was Barbie with a little wine glass. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> you know it was. Uh, but we always take this photo. Right. So we had to take it at the hospital. Now Sierra can't like she's in like the hospital gown. So we just like laid the shirt over her and we oh. took the photo because every year we have to do it. So it's yeah. it's our routine. It's our little tradition. The people at the hospital are like. Just shaking her head, like, yeah. what are they doing? Yeah, we brought we, we, we just woke up Christmas morning, brought everything there. Wow, and we just celebrated Christmas, open gifts in her room. Wow, um, yeah, but so I mean, all things considered, it was a pretty nice Christmas, yeah, you know. And uh, then my family came over uh, for Christmas dinner, which <laughs> so we didn't have any time to cook, so you know, what we did, we went over to and got some pre made food. So I mean, we bought enough for an army. Like I, I don't know why we, I, why we had. I mean, I don't know why we had so much food. But we just did. Yeah. So I'm the chef. So you'd be proud of me. I timed everything. Yeah. Like I, I, the heat up for everything was perfect. It was all ready at the same time. I was channeling Patrick. Um, you know, as I was doing it. Yeah. Served everything. Uh, had a nice time with my family. Um, then we went back and Sarah was resting. So that was the whole. So I mean, but really crazy. Just kind of. Like your plans are one thing and life is another. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, I didn't get the DJ at the ministry either. It was literally like uh, that's in. It was truly incredible. I mean, to actually, you know, and that's okay that you didn't get a chance to do that because, yeah, it was. I don't know if the the weather would have had some play on it anyway. Yeah, it was raining. Yeah, yeah. you know, so. Because it was raining bad by me. Yeah, we, you know, it wasn't that bad, yeah. but it was, you know, I, I think more important than the weather was the wind. Along oh, the with wind it. was strong. I mean, the rain, yeah, the wind was strong, and, and the rain, it was like, you know, just light drizzle every now and then. So you're just like holding gifts up and letting them fly to the kids, <sighs> just hold it up with the wind taking. All right, kid, well, go back go 30 yeah. yards. Well, we kind of we, what we did we we waited it out till it passed, yeah. And then once it passed, then we started there, and uh, the kids had a blast, and we had a lot of kids there still. Yeah. You know, no, that's my favorite. I love yeah. the kids. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, they got the chance to sit on Santa's lap, take a picture with him, and then get their toys and stuff like that. So, you know, we were able to capture it on some on photos and videos. So, you know, it was really and truly it came out. It worked out to be a good day, but of course, you know. You know, barring good weather, your service would have been needed because you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. You got to keep it going. Yeah. I, I was really mm -hmm. very torn because it's like, you know, they're like, yeah, this is gonna be. She's fine, she's, and yeah. she's not fine. I mean, yeah. No. I would never dreamed that she'd have been there that many, that many days. days. Wow. Like that was not. I mean, typically it's outpatient mm -hmm. type surgery. Mm -hmm. they, the doctor can do it in the sleep. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. But it was just the way it went. And uh, you know, and she, her recovery is slow. So yeah. we're, so now we got her home, and right. now we're going to continue that. Well, uh, when now, we home. now that she's fine, and you guys are doing well, I can say this. Next time, just bring her down by us. We have a bed, a doctor's bed there. We yeah, have, we just, yeah. We have Dr. While I'm, Elliot. While yeah. I'm DJing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. While that, we can then send Dr. Elliot and his wife there. in there to yeah. take care of her. So yeah. we could have gotten everything. We could have handled it. I didn't right think about it. Right on spot right there, you know. So, Doc, Quick if you're surgery, listening. Quick surgery, a little. Exactly, you know. you know. So, Doc, if you're listening there, you know, just be prepared next yeah, time. Yeah, now we're bringing everything. Exactly. We're bringing it all bring to the ministry. There. Exactly. You, you get the DJ. You get to take the you get the medical uh, procedures that you need, and uh, yeah. it all works out fine. Uh, yeah, you know, and and so just a lot of plans got changed and yeah. and rearranged, yeah. and and that, that look, mm. uh, I don't really care that much about it. 
I, I mean, I, it was honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, you always know when the enemy's working on you. Yeah. Because my wife and I weren't communicating well. Mm-hmm. It, it's we, we get along fine. We're a great team. Mm-hmm. We solve problems together. Mm-hmm. But we just couldn't get get on the same like sync. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, I guess it was the stress level for both of us. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got things happening. Sierra's sick, you know, watching your daughter be, you, you know, in pain is very, you know, you feel helpless. Right. And we just, you know, so we had to stop and literally just pray and be like, hey, you know, yeah. let's reset. Exactly. And these are important things. When you're in it, like, I, I know what's happening, and yet I couldn't stop it. Absolutely. Like, I was well aware that we were being attacked, yet as much, everything in me uh, that is following Jesus was fighting really hard because... You know, the, the, you know, there was the, the stress of the moment, mm-hmm. just all the patience, all the things that you need, all the humility you need gets difficult. Oh. And so, so yeah, I, I, I give myself a B. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't get an A <laughs> on all that. No, well, no. I, you know, I, maybe a C plus. I don't, I am not going to, I'm not going to brag on my, my execution. I don't know if you, when you, get to those moments if you can actually get an A. I don't know if yeah. you can score an A at that. Yeah, I would, I mean, I, I you know, know, I would like to think that that I can, but, you know, I certainly, uh, the C pluses, but it, w- it was my best effort. Yeah. It was not, it wasn't because I wasn't trying. Yeah. It was just, it was difficult. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, think about it, you know, when you get a, a difficult exam and, and not only that, that it's a difficult exam, but it's a uh, a spot exam, meaning that you didn't yeah, expect yeah, it. Yeah, this was, yeah. You know? I mean, like, so it was a complete shift. Sh- yeah. Like, I'm at, listen, I'm at the bank thinking, let me go get this little thing done. And then that phone call came. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's instant. And life really changes that quickly. Exactly. And, you know, that's why you got to have your faith on ready all the time. All the time. It's not, it's, it's not like, oh, I better go start mm-hmm. praying yeah. now that there's a problem. Right. you got to have yourself strong. Because when it comes, the enemy's attacks sometimes are just nothing. You know, yeah. you can bat them away. Right. But sometimes they're real and ha- hard, and you have to, that's where you have to be. you you got to be around God's people. Yeah. you got to be in faith. Yeah. You know. Oh, well, Debbie, bless. Yeah. How are you, Debbie? Yeah, Merry Christmas, uh, and uh, thanks for tuning in here. Oh, it's Boxing Day. Oh, yes, it is. Thank you, know, you which is so much. And it, it, my, no, I should not forget. Is that for, does Jamaica do Boxing Day? Well, no, I think it's... It's um, like England, Canada. Yeah, yes, yes. And, I it, think, and yeah. what is that, where they just get a bunch of stuff together uh, for um, the less fortunate and give it to them, basically? Yeah. Yeah, Boxing Day. Yeah. It's and not it's fighting, folks. It's actually it's gift-giving. It's my... And I should, you know... It's my, my dad's birthday. Oh yeah. Well, happy yeah. birthday, Pop. Yeah, de- definitely. You know, yeah. and he's in North Carolina, so I'm not sure if he's tuning in. He should be listening. We need I to g- we, we need to correct that. You should have. He should be our number one fan. You no, know, you, you're so right. Uh, he should have it on in his. You know, Let's he has a little grocery store restaurant there. He should have it on there. All right, we're know? gonna have to we're gonna have to arrange. Uh, you know, send him up a computer so he can blast it. Exactly. You're so yeah. right. I never thought about it. Yeah. But thank you, Debbie, for reminding us about because it's a huge day. I mean, it's a it's a huge holiday down there. You yeah. Know, I mean, and, and just like um, I won't say just like Christmas, but, you know, well, it's, 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 it's a, a tradition. Tra- it's a tradition. Exactly. So did you know that Japan has a tradition of eating Kentucky Fried Chicken on Christmas? No. Google it. Like, OK, so 
another thing that we do. So wait, wait, they, they, uh, so, uh, so <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to Google it because it was something uh, thank interesting. Thank you, Debbie Bess. I really appreciate that. My, uh, my wife, we do trivia. So my wife goes and gets. How long is Kentucky? I, I don't mean because I'm just baffled by this whole thing. Because you, how you, me both. Of Kentucky, of, you know, I know the story of Kentucky, you know, and they haven't been in existence that long for it to become a tradition anywhere. I mean, I don't know. Hold on, I'm getting it right now. It's in Japan. Okay, here we go. What's the deal with KFC and Christmas in Japan? This is a real thing. <laughs> Look at this. So yeah, let me see if I could get you. They got the colonel dressed up as uh, Santa Claus. Right, okay, see. that's that's okay. Okay, intertwined Japan. Around December 25th, families gather around the table to eat a bucket of fried chicken for the occasion, something that would be incomprehensible in countries uh, with Christian foundations where Christmas is generally uh, fast food free. Mm -hmm. So orders for buckets of deep fried drumsticks and breasts can be placed from early November, and even then, you'll have to wait in the massive queues uh, that form outside KFC across the country on Christmas Day itself to pick one up. But why? Okay, it turns out the entire thing could be traced back to one man, uh, Takeshi Akawara, the enterprising manager of first of the first KFC in there Japan, you go. I opened in uh, Niger. I can't even say the name in November yeah. 1970. So the company line is that Okawara had a dream about selling party bucket party buckets full of chicken and started one store campaign to do to boost sales. The reason he had this dream in, in the first place, he allegedly overheard an expat saying that they missed eating turkey for Christmas and that chicken was the next best option for the festive season. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. it, this is like you know, like it's evolved. Yeah. 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 So I it's a thing. You. If you're you got to wait Wait. online to get KFC on, on Christmas Day, is it now? Christmas or, Eve or, or Christmas Eve? Yeah. So you can have it for Christmas Day. There you go. All right. Well, listen, we're about to go to commercial break, and we will we will try to well, figure that's out a little what fun the, fact right there, Mark. Thank there you, you go. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, crazy. So that was pretty crazy. Like, so we do trivia. Mm -hmm. What Stacy does. So she goes and gets a bunch of scratch-offs, and she asks questions. Christmas, God, whatever. And then we win scratch-offs, and hopefully we win some money. I didn't win anything. I mean, I won a lot of scratch-offs. I just didn't win, win my, my scratch-offs are useless. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she should just give me the money that she paid for the scratch-offs. <laughs> we're going to save, <laughs> save her bet. That's what it usually comes down to. You know? We just gave a $100 donation to the state of Florida. <laughs> Like they need and it. That, exactly, that's what I was about to say, you know. All right, back in eight seconds. All right, we are back. 1037 Super Jams, Inspiring Hope. And we're talking about Christmas. And if you missed the last segment, 
Kentucky Fried Chicken is a big deal uh, on Christmas Eve in Japan. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Like, I mean. So, but they do. Um, Look at that. No, yeah. now listen, what? Debbie yeah. Bless. Don't try to make this a Jamaica thing. <laughs> Japan, <laughs> Japan has been doing this. Now maybe Jamaica's following, but this is Japan's thing. Well, you know? I, I, I gotta, I gotta defend Jamaica right now on this <laughs> for for two reasons because I should not have forgotten that you know that it's Boxing Day today. I you know I should not have forgotten that. So, but I agree with Debbie a hundred percent. You know KFC in Jamaica, it's not yeah. the same like KFC up here, man. What do you mean? Is it better? Oh gosh, yes. What is it? Seasoned better. Yeah, it's seasoned better. Yeah, man. it's not. It, yeah. Well, because so. it's southern season, and here yeah, it's not yeah. Jamaican season. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, it's southern of, uh, of us here, you know, it's southern yeah. of southern. Kentucky Fried Chicken is what the the colonel. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's is a uh, that's a whole other topic for another yeah. day. But listen, the um, now listen, I'm not saying Jamaica's not the best. I'm just saying Japan has locked up <laughs> Kentucky Fried <laughs> Chicken <laughs> on Christmas. That's yeah. it. This, you know, we're not. Uh, what, Debbie, you, what Debbie is letting us know is yeah, that she's, Jamaica's got it locked all year round. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, this man. I, I, listen, if I'm if I own a KFC, I'm uh-huh. only opening on Christmas in Japan. <laughs> you know, there's no other point. It's like unless I'm selling sushi, because yeah. I, there's really nothing else to sell. But you know, again, we oh, we, well we digress. Said right there. Yeah, well I mean, said. and how much money could you make? Just have a pop up KFC, just, make a yeah. fortune, and go yeah. home. Yeah, That's I mean, amazing. just start taking your orders in October. Yeah, I'm wondering how many KFC this guy owns now. Oh, just a, from this, he's a gazillionaire. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like, and that's a real number, gazillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look it up. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's uh, that, you know, this was a great week. Um, you know, went to church service, um, and uh, you know, we just tried to you know make the best of the situation, but always celebrate Jesus through all of it. And uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. thank you, Paulette, for for listening too. I got your I got your message here, so thanks for listening. Yeah, Paulette, <laughs> we got. I was trying to. Patrick's like, what's her apartment number? I'm like, oh, uh, God, is was really I right? Good. You know what? I didn't see what you sent. You were right uh, to answer that question, but I didn't see what you sent me until yeah, till you I found it. To, yeah, you and it was just amazing, man. Yeah, I drove the right to the it, spot to the and spot. parked like right in front of her apartment. Yeah, yeah, That's it was it. just amazing, man. Yeah, Truly and then amazing. she wasn't answering the phone. Paulette, <laughs> listen, this delivery service requires some assistance. You're going to have to answer your phone. That's that's something that we need. Uh, but we, we're very appreciative we appreciate for you. We appreciate you listening. Yes, uh, thank Paul, you. Paul, for you listening. And, and we hope you had a wonderful Christmas, too, as well. Yeah, yeah, because we, we, uh, we definitely uh, care about your family, yeah, and we're, we're happy yeah. to help. Wonderful family. Yeah, so Patrick's blowing me up, and I'm in the middle of all kinds of things. <laughs> Friday was not my day, clearly. No, no, no. You know. Yeah, and, and I was just like, all day I was trying to, no, it wasn't Friday, it was on Thursday. Thursday. It was on Thursday, and, um, you know, she sent me the text, I think, after our program on Tuesday. On Tuesday. And I purposely didn't respond, um, you know, because I wanted to get confirmation with you oh. first to see if <laughs> I can get some help. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I didn't respond until now. It's like, and, and it's not that I didn't. I just didn't try to contact you until it was late. Yeah, Paulette, you listen, don't know. don't let Patrick mislead you. I had no idea what was going on. No, down. no, you didn't. Until, until the last minute. Until you're like, hey, man, are you close? <laughs> so, no, actually, I'm, I'm in Jupiter. But, uh, yeah, the planet. I was not even in Jupiter, the city. Yeah, so that's how far away I was. Exactly. 
Um, so, it, but it was, it, it, God is really good, man. You know, when you have your, that's why I say, you know, you have a, have a, a good heart in place and you want to, and, uh, you know, because I just drove and, and, and truly, you know, I went basically off of memory when we met that time. Yeah. Where we yeah you're right there. You're right. We're two seconds away. Exactly. You know, so when you told me that, I, I was kind of encouraged from that. And yeah. I said, I'm just going to try to take it from there. And I remembered the street name, yeah. but I could not we find it. The tennis towers. Yeah. I just found out that you can only um, get to that street from. Right. Um, Community. Right. From no Haverhill or something. Yeah, like but yeah, yeah Haverhill, yeah, but then Community yeah, Drive. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, but uh, so uh, that's how I. And then right in front of her door was just uh, when I looked, I was just like, because um, I said, okay, now I have to go and try and find it, you know. And then did you get did, did Paulette's uh, grandkids hug you? Oh yes, he did. They are just, so. I just saw they one they were so cute. They ran away. I mean, these kids. I didn't even know me from Adam. Yeah, just yeah, give me a big hug. A, Those yeah. kids are adorable. Yeah, I just saw one. Though. Nothing I better to get it, a random hug. hug from, yeah, you know, it's like kid, oh, yeah. this kid's cute. Yeah. Our kids are always cute. Then, so, so. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So this was this was going on. So I, I I guess we can we can like open up with our our yeah. topic, which yeah. is which is preparing your faith. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's one thing to to have to to, to have faith. It's another thing to really lean on it uh, in the trial. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that you got to build faith. You have to you have to be around God's people. You have to be involved with God's plan. Mm-hmm. The plan's already there, mm-hmm. right? But we we a lot of times choose to just live our life. We're in charge, and then oh God, fix what I did. Mm-hmm. Not God. What 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 am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Like I'm in one of those like in the company. I'm trying to make some moves, mm-hmm. and you know this is entirely God's blessing. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it, but my prayer every morning is, Lord, you know what I'm asking you. Mm-hmm. Open every door that you're supposed to open, and close, close every one that's supposed that to close. Don't let me do this. Don't let me talk myself into manipulating into something that's not your will. Mm-hmm. And that is a dramatic change of heart. And it's very difficult, honestly, when you're a doer. Mm-hmm. When you're like, I could just get it done. Mm-hmm. Now, I've already thought about 19 ways to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and really probably put myself in a financial spot. So, you know, yesterday I was just thinking about it. I'm like, God, oh, just show me something. Mm-hmm. I popped on the internet and I saw this bank and I read the reviews and the reviews were just so like, these guys will really care about you and help you and help you figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was one after the other just, mm-hmm. and Obviously. so far the experience with that bank today has been as advertised. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, just on it. So, you know, and I was getting a little impatient uh, with, with an aspect that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. And I remind myself, you gotta be patient, if it's supposed yeah. to happen, It'll happen, it's just going to happen. Yes. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. I, I promise you, man, that is so true. So, mm-hmm. you know, patience is one. And faith. And, and faith, yes. And what right. in order for that is you got to continue doing what you need to do, focus uh-huh. on what needs to get done. That's right. And then just get out of the way. Don't let your emotions or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, jump into the ma- yeah, middle yeah. of the pile and, and make a mess and of make things. A me- exactly. Um, you know? Yeah, so I, um, 
like, like you know, obviously I, I have an idea of how it could potentially play out. And mm -hmm. if it does, it actually plays out um, in the best possible, possible scenario. scenario. Yeah, I think right. just overall it would work yeah. out really, really well. So, I'm, uh, look, I'm in prayer for that. Uh, if it doesn't happen, I'm saying it publicly. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Exactly. D you know, mm -hmm. God's plan is, is far greater than what I can see. Mm -hmm. I would not be okay with this years ago. I would want to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But like and, and all the temptations of the enemy are like, do it this. Just you can right. you can do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it this way. And I, I don't want to do it wrong. You know, I want to do it in a way that lifts, glorifies God and builds my faith. Um, and if it doesn't happen and then, then I'm not ready for it. Right. Says, that, that's the thing. I heard Joel Osteen say this. He says, I have the means to buy my daughter a car. Mm -hmm. She's six. It's not the right time. No. God has the means to give it to you whenever you want. You're not ready. Yeah. When you're six, you're not ready for a car. When you're 16, maybe you're maybe ready. Maybe. But so maybe I'm not ready for what I'm asking mm -hmm. for. But uh, I, th I feel like I am, and I feel like God is saying you, I am. You, you always will. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out. Yeah. You know, but that's that's the thing. You, you a blessing is only a blessing when you're prepared. Mm. You know. And you have to prepare for it, and that's one of the things where folks don't take under consideration you know you, you it's you not a no it's a no right now it's a no right now not only that though it's when it's a no right now it's telling you that you're not prepared for it you're not ready and there's some things that you need to do and get out of the way so you can be prepared for it because if you don't do this it's then like throwing it in the furnace i like to use that analogy yeah, yeah. You know? and you don't want to throw it in the furnace because then by the time you were just like your analogy with the six-year-old, you mm -hmm. know, if, if you take that vehicle now and, you know, oh, wow, yeah, God, you know, I prayed for it. You gave it to her. Then you put her around the seat. And then now it becomes. It's too God big. Forbid, she can't handle it. She can't handle it, you know. And she'll and, lose it, and crash it, lose hurt, it, get hurt, hurt whatever. Yeah, exactly. And now it becomes more of a pain to you than anything else, you know. And then that's why folks say, you know, be careful for what you pray for because the results you might not, get it you might get it and it's not and even though you're not ready don't push for it you know just find out what is it there that the, like, there's a message that's being sent to you what is that message learn it and then try to fix what needs to be fixed so that you can become prepared for that blessing yeah yeah and i you know i'm i've been you know look you already know that it's, it's staffing is always an issue dealing with your team's always an issue uh chasing that's uh, going to always happen. Chasing uh, new contracts, gotcha. always difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, just those things it's constantly what it happen. Right. No matter what you do, those are going to, no matter what level, those are going to constantly They're happen. They're going to constantly you know? happen. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. It's something else besides that, you know. Like, like yeah. you know, on top of the big moves I'm trying to make, mm -hmm. there are employees I'm trying to hire. There mm -hmm. are, um, uh, you know, just challenges with managing the team mm -hmm. and all that. So you have to, you got to pray up. You you gotta bring the Holy Spirit forward, and and something that that I think you should know, if you're a believer, you're gonna understand what I'm saying. If you're not a believer, I want you to try to just imagine this, that if you, that if you fill yourself with the Holy Spirit, you pray for the Holy Spirit to get you out of the way. That there should be more of God in me than me and me, so that I can serve and that I can be patient and kind and and, and a blessing and share Jesus's light. And 
that's not like a pray in the morning and you're good for the day. It's not a 24-hour dose. It's really interesting. you got to pray that a lot mm-hmm. during the course of a day mm-hmm. to put yourself back in the place of number two to God. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to be number one. You don't have what it takes to be number one. That's no. God. God no. is number one because he's a creator. Mm-hmm. He knows everything. He sees everything. He, it's, it's apparent when God makes a choice for you that it's the right choice. It's, it's when we make choices for us. Uh, I mean, if you're listening and you're driving a car you can't afford, that's a perfect example that 100% of us have made in our life, a decision. Hey, I can afford the payment in my mind, but then the reality hits six months later, you have, your, your car broke yeah. you know, because you m- moved the needle too fast. When you go into any major thing in your life, you got to pray because it's clear. It's like, no, this isn't. If you, you should pray. Lord, if this isn't what you want me to do, I'll go through the entire process and be willing to walk away. Mm-hmm. And if you are, it's amazing how much better those deals get because you recognize the bad ones. Absolutely. In other words, when you, you know, it's like, yes. man, that car is shiny and mm-hmm. there's nothing. Listen, you're talking to a person who, if I could buy a new car every every Monday, I would. I, I enjoy the process, the mm-hmm. haggling, all mm-hmm. of it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and the smell of a new car will make you do dumb things. And a few months after that, you want to do it all over again. Yeah, because it's know? like a high. It's exactly. like, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so think about all the decisions you make you, if you could you can be honest if i put myself through this process i'm probably going to buy this car mm-hmm. right and that, and that's just an example or i i can put myself through this process and wait on god for the answer mm-hmm. because if god's answer is good those numbers are going to be good mm-hmm. if god's answer is no the deal's going to yeah. be attainable but You'd be a fool to take it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm kind of dealing with that right now with, with uh, what I'm trying to do in the business. I was offered something stupid, mm-hmm. you know. And, and But you were inserting yourself so much that you would have accepted just so Yeah, because there's you, a part of me would say, look, I can do A, B, yeah, and C and, yeah. and, and yeah, fund yeah, it that way and blah, 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 blah. Exactly. I would rather fund it uh, properly. Properly, absolutely. Uh, and um, I've had to fight myself on that. Mm. But that's where your faith comes in. Mm-hmm. So look, God, what if it all goes away? Is Where's your source? Mm-hmm. Y- you ask yourself this question. If you don't know Jesus like we do, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is that he's not your Lord and Savior mm-hmm. yet. Because mm-hmm. he's coming for you. Because if you happen to be hearing us, then God's mm-hmm. talking to you. Absolutely. You know, because he sent two very, very, Ordinary, regular people who got out here and struggle every day <laughs> to preach his word to folks out there mm-hmm. struggling every day trying to get it done. And, and, and that's why I'm so careful, you know, just reflecting back on, on when you were using the analogy of, you know, obtaining an A. And I don't want folks to feel like, you know, oh, as Christians or, or, or to be a Christian, you know, when faced with a challenge, you know, you're you're going to to um, overcome it with flying colors, you know, and I, I I don't want to give that impression out, you know, because then it makes us look like we are. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, a little boastful, but I yeah. mean, listen. Here's the fact: 
if I was going to judge my performance mm-hmm. based on my past performance, mm-hmm. it was an A. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was just judging well, it so on its well, own, so, yeah, it was yeah, a C plus at best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and there you go. And then that's when you know you have things in, pers- in proper perspective. Now, if my wife was here, it might be an F. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, exactly. You know, it it exactly. depends on who's grading. Exactly. It, you know, so, so, so that that is really, really why your faith, your walk with God. And, mm-hmm. and I, I really want to talk to folks who have either been hurt by, by God in their mind and, and blame God for things or uh, just have a bad experience at yeah. church or a bad experience with Christians, like somebody with a bullhorn telling you you're going to hell. Like, I, yeah, yeah. you know, that I might... I mean, that's, that's just I'm the most sh- ridiculous thing I'm not me, sure <laughs> if that's ever worked to get anybody to, 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 to go become, to Jesus. No. But I'll tell you what, I mean, it's a numbers game. Like, yeah. see, just keep screaming at people, someone's going to hear you. But, yeah. but, I, but I, I would like to say, if you're not a believer at this point, that that's all right. But if you happen to be hearing our voice, mm-hmm. God's talking to you. He's talking through us. He's saying, hey, look, just check me out. Yep. I, I, I made you. Mm-hmm. I created you from, from b- before you were in your mom's womb, you were already on my mind. Mm-hmm. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. It's in yeah, the Bible. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do great things with your life. Mm-hmm. And, and you might feel like maybe you haven't done great things with your life. Yeah. Well, that's, it ain't over. Mm-hmm. You woke up this morning, you could turn around and do great things immediately. You could, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's really that simple, but... But I, I've kind of, we've de- decided, Patrick and I, um, folks who have received Jesus and have decided that God's plan's better. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to do our best to follow it. And our best is literally just that, mm-hmm. our best. You know, there are going to be days where um, I'm like, wow, you really, you were really faithful today. And there's going to be days where you're going to feel like, wow, I really... It's like I didn't know Jesus at all. At all. Like, yes. you know, yeah. I had one of those last week, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I've been apologizing ever since. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the point of this is if you're listening, is that God sent Jesus. Christmas is about the Savior that we all need. Mm-hmm. We're all sinners by nature. If you don't think you're a sinner, just just... Go through your day, ask yourself, how many times did you get angry at somebody, mm-hmm. say something inappropriate, mm-hmm. um, sex out of marriage, stole something in your life, guilty. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you can go down the list of oh, have you lied. Easy. You know what I mean? So easy. if you don't think you're a sinner, just compare yourself to the most basic sins. Mm-hmm. Right? I was stealing bikes when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I... I it was kind of fun to steal. I mean, to be honest, you know, I'm not, hey, I'm not advocating stealing, but I'm just saying that back then it was, it was my move, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, you know, I stole money from my parents. I just, I, yeah. I, what it was, was I wanted what I wanted and it didn't really matter what it took to get it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that is really not a good plan. Yeah. But, but the point I'm saying is, is that there is a need for a savior. And God knew that we would never on our own get to him because you'd have to live in a way that is really just not humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Free will really allows us to make some interesting choices. So he sent his son to show us. He modeled Jesus came in the lowest form, the lowest class, born in just a little 
little farm, like a you know, in a stall. Now he didn't come, you know, born in in a palace with gold, everything. Mm-hmm. He he God placed him in the struggle immediately to walk with man and and live a sinless life to show us how. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a, to model it and. It's amazing. The greatest um, people in the Bible were sinners. I mean, King David. You, you know, like he thought this girl was hot, mm-hmm. killed her husband so she could be his. his yeah. But yet he's still regarded as, you know, uh, a faithful man of God. Yeah. And, and it's because because we're all sinners. To, you know, to have to to have uh, a, an idea that somehow you're not in that category. Is really just being in denial of your own humanity, yeah. right? Yep. And your impact on other folks. Absolutely. So Jesus comes and shows us, and then Jesus dies for our sins. Jesus had a choice too, and I think a lot of people it's like, "What are we celebrating Jesus for? Why is he the name above all names?" Mm-hmm. He's because he's the only one who would do what he did. Absolutely. One, he lived a sinless yeah. life. He was not sin, but he was made to look like sin. Yep. Our sin. Mm-hmm. He died as us, for yes. us, uh, for our sins and all no. future sin. Mm-hmm. So that we can be close to God. Because mm-hmm. that separation of Adam and Eve was a big deal. Because God wanted to hang with us. God was in the garden with Adam, Adam and Eve on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That separation is insane. That mm-hmm. we've we lost that closeness with God. Yeah, yeah. When all he wanted to do was be with us. Yeah. And that's all he still wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But... There was a price to be paid for that sin. And by the way, we all pay it every day. Mm-hmm. We pay it every day. Every time you give into it, you pay. Yeah. You think about it. If he had not come here and died for us, right, to let us know that we're sinners, think about how many people we're still struggling with today. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, feeling that they don't need God, that they're not sinners or, you know. Well, all things are permissible. Okay. Yeah. You know, if the, if there's no it. God, mm-hmm. then there's no rules. Mm-hmm. I can just do what I want. Absolutely. And there's, there, we're in a world to do what you want. Yeah. I mean, if you get on TikTok oh, you or it. you get on Facebook you or YouTube or any you of that, it. you're going to see a world full of doing what it wants. Mm-hmm. And don't be someone who says, Jesus, boy, you get attacked. It's interesting. Well, you know, so, somebody's arguing the idea that um, the Bible's not real because Jesus didn't write it. Did we talk about this last yes, week? Yes, we did. We did. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought I, th- I thought all about that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, do you want Jesus to tell you how great he is? Or do you want witnesses? Mm-hmm. Like, when somebody tells you who Jesus is, mm-hmm. you're like, well. Like if someone says something good about you to somebody else, you have far more credibility than you walking in going, "I'm Absolutely. nice." Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. When, you know, but when you know, like ten yeah. people are like, "Listen, yeah. you know, Pastor yeah, Patrick's right. a really nice man," yeah. that that the level of credibility goes up. Well, your first thing you're going to say is, "I want to meet that individual exactly. because I spoke to ten people, and right. That's they the say nice things." You know, I want to meet this just to see how true this is. You know. And that's exactly how our God is, you mm-hmm. know. You've got so many people that experience him in a different way 
and they come together to share their stories. Mm-hmm. And then so many people want to get to know him. But then with all of the other stuff that's filtering out, uh, you know, when uh, when I think one of the biggest struggle for me is when we become so Christian that. Um, yeah, you stop. You stop being uh, a sinner. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 amazing to me how quickly I fall. Yeah, like, you know, like we we judge folks. You know, yeah, like we we judge folks. Even you know, even though the Bible may say things and say this is not right. You know, this is not right. This is not right. But I don't know. Uh, for me, and you can then correct me. You know, I'm not sure if the Bible is telling me to go and say to somebody, you know, um, you're living a, a sinful life or, and you're doing this, you're doing that. Yeah. I'm not sure because the, the approach... Oh, I, I think, yeah, I don't think that it says that. Yeah. I, 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 think it, I think what you're saying is correct. Yeah. Yeah, the Bible says that you need to meet people where they are and come alongside them, love on them, show them God's love, and then God will reveal himself. Exactly, you know, Exactly. And so that's just how I take it to be. And, you know, so when I listen sometimes and I listen to folks calling others out, I'm just like, we're just separating ourselves even more um, by doing that, uh-huh. you know? So I, I'm really cautious about uh, Christ about Fellowship that. warned us mm-hmm. um, in Leadership College, mm-hmm. Pastor Todd and Julie said, mm-hmm. um, you've completed this program you don't have an opinion anymore. Absolutely. Like you can think something, mm-hmm. but you can't go out. You now represent Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can't go on Facebook and argue with somebody. Um, you can't. You it's you lose your you lose you give you take away Jesus's reputation and credibility if you can't love people the way He, he loved, loved them. them. Absolutely. And I thought, you know what? I'm so glad that they said that. You know, at first, like, well, you know, and you're like, your insides, like, oh, who are you to tell me what I can't do? Right? Mm-hmm. No, they said, look, if you want to be a leader of Christ Fellowship, where Jesus is the leader of us, mm-hmm. this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. You want to go out and, and, you know, know it all and, and, and argue with people and all that, but you don't represent us. That's not who we are. Yeah. And I think that Jesus is very clear about that. You don't represent me. If you're not loving my people and my people is all people, not Mm -hmm. just followers, Mm -hmm. not believers, Mm -hmm. everybody, everyone. And that is, that is such a tough, tough calling. Mm. You know, there are some people out here (laughs) that will make you lose your religion, (laughs) make you lose your Christianity in one conversation. conversation. Yes. You know, and, and you know, um, like, and I certainly did last week. And I had a call, um, uh, you know, an elder friend of mine. And he was so kind to me. He was like, Mark, he says, you know, he says, I can't, I can't really talk to you about your failure. But how I know that you know God is your is your recovery, your mm-hmm. response to, to your failure. failure. Yes, was that you owned it. Mm-hmm. You sought forgiveness, absolutely, and want to make it right, and you learned. And that's really all it comes down to. Like, you could fail, 
But if you can do the rest, which is repent, turn back to God, try to make amends if possible, and just be honest about you're wrong, you know, what you've done. And that was, you know, he made me feel better because I was really beating myself up about, you know, really not doing a good job, Mm -hmm. you know, with my words. And, uh, you know, so that was kind of, it was just a nice, um, you know, piece of advice Mm -hmm. that I was given. But listen, you're listening to Inspiring Hope, Pastor Patrick Livingston, DJ Minister Mark on 103.7 Super Jazz. We'll be right back. Remember those walls that we call sin and shame They were like prisons that we couldn't escape But he came and he died and he rose Those walls are rebel now Remember those giants we call death and grave like mountains that stood in our way, but he came and he died and he rose. Those giants are dead now. This is our God, this is who he is, he loves us. This is our God, this is what he does, he saves us. He you're listening to it's one three seven super jams this is phil wickham this is our god he's coming um south florida like on the 26th of january listen i've seen this concert i'm gonna go we gotta go i'm gonna get uh tickets for my wife and i it's at a church somewhere down i gotta figure out where it is no 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 it's down in i think it's fort lauderdale i gotta i gotta get tickets right away though um but these tickets are so incredibly expensive yeah yeah but it just costs that much to put things on nowadays. Yeah. It's just what it is. But, but what I love about um, his, I mean, his music is talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, you know, he's in, com- in complete awe mm-hmm. of him. And, and, and that's how I feel about it. Like I'm, the more I, I, I try to walk in his shoes, the more I realize how amazing he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was persecuted far more than I ever will be. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that were said to him and done to him. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just a, um, he was light. He is light mm-hmm. in, in a world that could use 
some light. All right, we're look, we're we're in hour two now. Yeah. Now we're turning the corner. No Elder Dell. Yeah, I don't. I mean, well, I, you know, and I should say I'm not gonna take any offense, Elder Dell. Oh I mean, no. You're. We have two fans. Yeah. And uh, you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> Hope everything is well. Well, we we can't three because you know. Oh, we have three. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, Paulette. Paulette yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're moving up. We're moving we have up. we just what, what do and, we do? Just went up thirty three percent. Shout out to Crypto Boss and let him know because he's always listening too if, when he's at work, so he can't. Who's respond. Crypto Boss? Uh, he's just another one of our listeners. He's not, you know, typically. Is that Kevin? No, no. Because uh-uh. Kevin calls himself all kinds of different. Is that right? No, no, no. Like I never know. What, like he's always no. like. Yeah, how, how is Kevin doing? No, crypto boss. No, I, I, I you, know. You know, okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, Kevin, no, Kevin's doing really well. Okay. Uh, if you don't know Kevin, Kevin was an employee who worked up with us at the squad, and, and uh, he went off to college. So he completed his first semester. Nice. Um, he did really well. He oh. did good. He's got a little bit is of peace. He enjo- he's enjoying it. Or he's or enjoying it. Yeah. And uh, you know, and and look, I had to, I had to give him the, uh, the next step. I said, don't get complacent. I was like, you're going. Well, how's after- the car doing for him? I don't mean Listen, to tell you. Listen, that car is a, <laughs> is a is a huge blessing. All right, listen. If you're a car person, we went out. Kevin was like, I need a car. Mm-hmm. I need all of these like crazy cars. You want a Camaro? You want this? Mm-hmm. Want I'm like, I'm like Kevin. You got to get a car nobody wants. Mm-hmm. That's with low miles and that's been cared for. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving home. And there's like a 96 or a 97. No, I think it was a 98 Cadillac uh, Sedan, Sedan DeVille. <laughs> I mean, straight player car. This thing is a boat. You know, <laughs> you could put 100 people in it. Yeah. If you get rid of these homeless, you could live in the back. <laughs> and uh, I, I go over there and I was like, uh, oh, there are silences that would was. I believe oh, that. But thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you, you know. for the support. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Kevin, I'm like, look, Kevin. I looked this car up. If we can get it for two grand, we're going to steal it. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, everything just like it selling for three and four grand, mm-hmm. five grand even. Mm-hmm. So we get there. We pull up this car, take it for a ride. She rides beautiful. It's all good. Need a couple of things, but nothing, yeah. nothing I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, look, I went online and 1500 The guy's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, like the car, yeah. I, was, I was like, "Well, buy it now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't wait. And uh, yeah, he's um, had a couple little things that we fixed ourselves with it. Mm-hmm. He's been driving over the past six months, fifteen hundred bucks. Had new tires on it, new brakes. It was, I mean, the tires were fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> you, you know, like so. Yeah, he's, he, he, it was a blessing for him. Yeah, and it gave him his in, his independence. He bought it himself. Nice. Paid for everything, paid for insurance. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You know, and yeah. he can afford it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I want to get this. I want to get I was like, it'll be gone in a week. You, you won't be able to afford it. Yeah. I said, and if this thing breaks, you park it on the side of the road until you can afford to fix it. Yeah. You have nothing in it. Yeah. You know, I mean, at this point, it's paid for itself. Right. Just if he, if he had an Uber everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it paid him. So, yeah, it's just, it's like driving a couch. It's literally just floats. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of power. Yeah. She just goes. You know? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for him. I, I mean, I have a love affair with cars. So you probably heard me say this. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I, and I love old cars. Yeah. Like an old Cadillac, I'll drive it. 
I'll, I mean, I don't think my wife would go with me in half of the cars I'm willing to drive. Yeah, no. But there are some. You know what I would love? Um, my wife won't get in this. The, the in, SUV in that, that I have no, right yeah. Now. <laughs> I mean, I might not either, Patrick. <laughs> but the, but the, uh, the what I would love would be like a Mercedes, uh, like a 2016, 2017 yeah. mm-hmm. E6 uh, with a S. Is an S63 wagon or an E63 wagon? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, those are. That's like, listen. No, they're that's, a fortune. That's di- those are different levels. Yeah, man. it's different yeah. levels. But. It's a station wagon. Everyone's yeah. like, why do I want a station wagon? Because it's incredible. Yeah. Like it's it's really, um, I mean, it's like a six hundred horsepower wagon. Yeah, <laughs> it's got use and it moves. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's probably not on my uh, actual owning car, car list. list but but, yeah. but I would definitely at least if someone wants to donate an S sixty three wagon Oof. or an E six. What is it? E? I don't know. I think it's an S. It's a big. It's a full size. Let me know. I, I just know those wagons are really and truly expensive. Yeah. Oh no, this yeah. thing. No, not the G wagon. You're talking. Oh, to, no, oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. Okay. No, the, you're talking about the, the G wagon is the, is the SUV, the one uh, that looks like the Russian truck. Yes. No, I'm talking about a straight station wagon with an S series car. Oh, okay, okay. okay. But with, when it's a '63, it's got yeah. the sports package and everything. I mean, it's yeah. a race car. Yeah. With it's like a it's the best grocery getter ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So. Uh, you know, but, but look, uh, you know, uh, but it, it, just that one choice that Kevin made, um, he trusted godly advice. I was like, hey, let's just keep your bill down. If it goes bad, it's $1,500 bad. If it goes bad and you're ten grand in, it's really different, different yeah. when, you're, when you're making 15 bucks an hour. Well, you know, the lesson is much more important than the cost of the vehicle, mm-hmm. you know, because now he's going to have something to reference yeah. off of, you know, when he's making decisions mm-hmm. to say, hey, you know, how do I keep myself, you know, in this category to where I don't have to be worried or concerned about X, Y, and Z things that just, you know, set you back the minute you get involved. God, God is real clear about the money. Mm-hmm. 10% is his. Mm-hmm. So be faithful with that. That's the beginning of being faithful with money. Mm-hmm. Just assume 90% is yours. Mm-hmm. 10%, just give it back to God. Let him, let him bless others with it. Because mm-hmm. he's going to, you know, that, that God's faithful. He blesses you in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, tithing is a thing. It's like, you know, it's, it is honestly, for me, it was like it broke my my disobedience if i was willing to give 10 percent of every dollar i made then i was willing to listen to the rest of it yeah yeah and it wasn't until i was willing to do that Mm -hmm. i thought wow the church is going to just use it and you know what i've probably given money to places that just maybe weren't as um good of a steward with it as you know you would hope yeah um but that doesn't change my heart when i gave it God knows my heart. Absolutely. That's what's important. The stewards are the ones who have to explain themselves to God. Yeah. And you're given lots of blessings. Everybody is. Uh, it doesn't seem like it sometimes. But how you steward those blessings, you know, um, uh, what's the story? Uh, they're in the synagogue, and the wealthy people were throwing a little bit into the, into the, the pot. And then the one woman threw all she had mm-hmm. in. And he said, who gave the bigger amount? Uh, amount 
And, uh, you know, Jesus is really clear. It wasn't the wealthy guy. Mm -mm. She gave everything. Mm -hmm. You know, she, in, in perspective to her, her ability, she gave it all. She gave it all. And that's, that's kind of the thing. You, you, tithing is based on what you have, not, not, you know, it's not a number. Mm -hmm. If I, if I give a hundred and you give $1, if $1 is 10%, it's the same gift. Mm -hmm. More importantly, God takes that. If you like the story of um, the fish mm -hmm. and, and the bread, mm -hmm. you know, was it uh, one fish and two loaves yeah. or th was it three fish? And th I'm going to get this wrong. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Jesus feeds 5,000. But this one kid brought lunch, basically. This is the updated version. Mm -hmm. Kid brought lunch. Jesus took the lunch and turned it into lunch for 5,000. Mm -hmm. Same thing with your tithe. Mm -hmm. Same thing with your faithfulness. You know, he's going to just do so much more than you could do with it. If I took a hundred bucks and, and gave it to one person, it, it would stop there. Mm -hmm. If I took a hundred bucks and give it to the church, a church at Stewart's, mm -hmm. it goes all it over goes the world. It goes, yes. Y you know, there's really no, uh, and I got to be careful how I say this, there's really no need for currency other than keeping a balance in society. Hmm. Um, if we were trustworthy enough, and that's why tithing is so important, if we were trustworthy enough to know that, okay, um, Mark, um, you gave me $10, and um, now I have to give you something in value, in of, value 10. of 10 you know? Uh, if you came by me and you did um, $10 worth of, AC work in my yeah. house, and then would that mean just walking in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then now I could say, Mark, here is ten dollars uh, worth of food for you to, sure. to take home. You know, and yeah, and so currency just, just levels it out. Exactly, this is you know? the value of it. it, it you just have yeah. to associate so how much yours is worth in currency. Currency, absolutely, and and that's what it, and that's the sole purpose of that. You know, so we can stay balanced with things. Even it is manifesting itself even more now than before with time, because when you look at the the situation with the renewable energy, and you know accessing a lot of this energy, you know the cost is really low. Mo most of the renewable. You talking energy. about like solar? Yes, you know, and and you know so then now transitioning. Wind, some but you know what's interesting about that mm -hmm. is it costs a fortune. What's that? To create wind power what? and it, and to create solar, uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it you know over time I think you win. Well, here's let me give you a different exa sure. example so you will see. All right, um, education. Sure. Okay. Um, you have a mobile phone, right? You can now self learn anything, 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 right? And you know the you just don't have the credit, the, the the credential, right? But you literally could be like that kid who was here with us, right? What was his name? Um, the one who went to school. Yes, he's you know um, the kid was the genius. He didn't went to school like he dropped out of high school. He mm -hmm. like he was he sounded like he was a doctor. Very very smart individual. 
and his name will come to me here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, Johnson, I know I'm trying to remember his, his first name. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's escaping me. It, right it, it'll come to me. But, you know, when you have that tool in your hand and it doesn't cost much with that tool in your hand. Like I know some places in Africa where these kids are, you know, I won't call them kids, but these folks are really smart. Mm. And they know how to generate energy from just pedaling their bicycle. Yeah. So they can now light up their house, yeah. you know, for a period of time just sure. from pedaling their bicycle, yeah. you know, or using a potato. And they're getting ripped. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're in shape. yeah. yeah. So, so now when you go for an in, from an infrastructure like ours, where you have your all of these buildings and whatever that produces these commodities that we need yeah to the downsizing because the need of it is not that great anymore mm. then now you just can't wake up one morning like you hit the light switch and say hey i have thousands or millions of people that's on the payroll that's generating all of these things, you know? Mm. But now, with technology, sure, the need is not as great anymore yeah. for those numbers. So you have to gradually see yourself through maybe it's five years, 10 years at a time to actually reduce yourself from that dependency so that now the economic structure that we have here mm. won't collapse because of such a, a, a quick reduction. Sure. You know, and, and that's what we see a lot of our challenges today because you see now uh, oil is still in abundance. And getting to it is expensive, getting more expensive. And, um, you know, now they find different ways to produce energy. Uh, another case in point for years, I was schooled on you can make a car run off of a magnet. And you can go as far and as long as you want to. Hmm. Okay, that patent is out there. You can make your car run off of water. Right, the and, hydrogen. And, and yeah, yeah. And you can go as fast and as far as you want to, you know, and it's still easy, accessible to refill. You know, all of those patents have been, been bought by all your major. Oh, yeah, no, listen. Know, and put it you're on your gonna, shelf because you're they, not going to get in the way of money. No. You know, like, I mean, listen. This is this is a, a whole different topic, but I will say this. I know this. I didn't mean to I, get I, off I, that. I, uh, listen, I want to talk about stewardship, but I, want, I, I do want to mention, mm -hmm. I want to just address that. Mm -hmm. the, the reason why you have to be close to God is because you're in a world that's not. Exactly. And you have to be able to hear his voice mm -hmm. in the middle of all of this. See... If the all the people that are putting these patents on the shelf um, were hearing the voice of God, they'd be doing something that would be good for society and humanity with the information they have. Mm -hmm. But money gets in the way. Mm -hmm. Listen, it's 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 got to be at least nice to be able to go buy whatever you want when you want, right? Mm -hmm. But that's got to get old. It's this guy. I mean, you can't just. I mean, you could buy all day long. Darren and I talk about this all the time. Darren's like, "That's why you got the money. Mm -hmm. 
I was like, I don't know if that's why you got the money. No. You know, mm. I think that, yes, you should have nice things in your life, yeah. certainly. Um, but if you've got a great abundance, you have a great responsibility. Yeah. Well, we you just, know. you know, we got off on this tantrum um, because we were describing, you know, that there's really no need. If there's no need for money in our society, um, then y you wouldn't have a need to just overconsume. You know what I ah. mean? Mm. It's true. You know, and, and, and we tend to overconsume, and then now we glorify that. Yeah. You know, with the lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now you're seeing it on there. Exactly. Like, you'll see the guy, Andrew Tate. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yes, yes. Uh, the mm -hmm. top G, whatever they call himself. G, whatever. Like, I don't know what that is. I, I mean, but he was. I want to make sure that's he was the same guy. He was a fighter. He was like a, like a kickboxer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then he just, he was smart with his money. He made a lot of money. He's mm -hmm. like a billionaire now. Mm -hmm. And uh, now he's all over the internet, uh, giving you advice about being a man and a woman, and like, and you know, none of it's oh, all okay. that yeah, good. Yeah, that is the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, I none mean, of it's no. all that good. No. I, I don't Did believe. Did he get in some trouble too? He got arrested I mean, recently. Him yeah, and he was in okay, jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't even so know he got arrested guy. for. Like, yeah. like the point is, it's like um, there's a you see a lot of people are just flashing the money mm -hmm. and this lifestyle, and I. I um, Look, I'm not. A, I don't hate people. Look, if you, if you made it, I, I cheer you on. One day, I would like to make it too, mm -hmm. but I want to make it where where my life makes a difference for everybody else. Yeah. You know, not not just that I made it for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I like God gave me a vision that one day I'm going to give a million dollar tithe. Mm -hmm. So that means I'm going to make ten million dollars yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So I'm open. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I like the vision. Yeah. So. But the point is, am I going to be faithful when that happens? Mm. You, you know, like there. I mean, right now, if I get a little extra money, I tithe on it. I, I, I don't. It, 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 it counts. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to be super faithful because I do believe that if you're faithful with the little things, God will give you more. And I haven't been faithful in the past, mm -hmm. so I want to change that about myself, and you know, meet this relationship with God that he wants me to meet, not mm -hmm. just because it, it's, it's awesome. Like Christ Fellowship does, the, the, you know, they always show like videos of the things that the money does. Like right. they have like the, uh, um, um, like uh, Jesus' birthday mm -hmm. uh, gift. They have, um, you know, it's tithes, offerings, and, and mm -hmm. the special things here and there. So this year, like uh, I... I, I gave to the, the Christmas gift with that I, I've never done before. Mm -hmm. But then they just show what they do. I mean, they put a well in, in Kenya. Mm -hmm. They did, you know, it sounds like, well, it's just one well that feeds thousands of people. Mm -hmm. So that little bit of money I gave, you know, God just did something amazing with it. You know, I, I want to be part of that. Mm -hmm. Like it, You know, it's... Um, I don't know if I'm expressing myself in the way I'm, I'm trying to, but, but really what yeah, I'm no, saying I, is I, I you get, get to get be part yeah. of God's work. Mm -hmm. Like nothing cooler than hanging out with God and, and changing lives. Mm -hmm. You know, that, uh, that I, my, my life has changed. Someone stopped short and, and helped me. Mm -hmm. Someone said, hey, you're worth investing. I'm going to take time to share this message with you, Absolutely. even though you don't want to hear it right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And listen, you might not want to hear us right now. No. 
And, and to be honest, I don't blame you. I don't want to hear <laughs> me either. But 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 you might just be hearing a little bit about a God that you don't know enough about. Mm-hmm. And I certainly didn't know. Like I, you know, the whole story of of, of Christmas, mm-hmm. like it's it's so much bigger than than what we're taught. It's like you turn on the news; it's about gifts and. And then, oh, you know, yeah. we, you know December to some. remember, yeah. best price yeah. on this. Yeah. And but really, if you just think about what it really was, it was it was about God's greatest gift yeah. to us. Yeah. But all the people that got involved in that gift and what they had to do to give it to us. Mm-hmm. What Mary and Joseph mm-hmm. had to do, mm-hmm. had to endure. That's a huge sacrifice. You know, uh, think about it. What if they didn't? You know, what if they didn't? What, what, what if, um, you know, the Savior never was born? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. I, I look at what the, the beautiful things that Christianity has brought to the world um, and the early church and, 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 you know, orphanages, hospitals, higher education. Mm-hmm. This all comes from Christian mm-hmm. beliefs. Beliefs, yeah, yeah. And we, we just, we secularized it because that's convenient. Mm-hmm. But no, none of these universities were were without faith. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's changed because yeah. it's pretty convenient to get rid of God when you want to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's when you got to dig in. It's like, wait a minute, I really, really want to do this stupid thing. Yeah, and I know, I know, it's all right. I know it's all right, but. And it's gonna feel so good to do. I'm gonna regret it in the morning. And that's when you're. That's when you gotta know God. You gotta hear God's voice in those. Not only are you gonna regret it in the morning. You're gonna regret it further down yeah, the road than absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know, or you're. This is the first time you sipped the alcohol mm-hmm. that got you. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you could hear God's voice before you took the first sip, sip, before you took that first hit from a joint, mm-hmm. the first cocaine, the mm-hmm. first. Uh, fentanyl you thought it was going to yeah. be a good mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. like imagine if you were so in tune with God's voice that you knew it was yeah and you knew how to you knew that he was a good God and a good father and that he would protect you mm-hmm. you would you would make a different choice no question you know yeah. I mean like so so that's what faith's about yeah it's a, like wow so you know and they say God doesn't talk like you don't get to talk to God I don't know, Patrick. Maybe I'm nuts, but I talk to God all the time. Oh yes, and He talks to me. Man, I, every which way, I everywhere I go, every room I'm in. Sometimes I, 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 I may even I think of myself of being crazy, and even sometimes, even when I'm praying, you know, I, I catch myself and I have to say to myself, God, forgive me, you know, because I just wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> my my prayer is just like okay, yeah, I, just. I just went ADD on you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. God, oh, <laughs> new car. God, yeah. Yeah, you know, I just like, oh, yeah, now I'm mumbling here. Or you're just jumbling up words, God. So, you know, I, I, so in the middle of my prayer, I have to ask for forgiveness sometimes. Right. <laughs> I mean, I have to, sometimes I have to forgive myself for my prayers. You know? Exactly. Like it's like, uh, you know, but it, it's, I laugh about it's it, really but it really, um, your prayers are your heart. It is, yeah. And yeah. If, you're, if your prayers are so me focused mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that you're missing out on what God wants to do. Yeah. God wants to get you out of the way. Yeah. 
He wants you to pray for his will, mm-hmm. his guidance. Yeah. Here's the thing. Your job's not your source. That can go away. Your business is not your source. That can go away. Your house, your money, your cars, your, your, your relationship. That's not your source. It's God. That's the one constant mm-hmm. you have. And if you do God right, all the other things get real stable. It stays exactly. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. If you do, let me say this again. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my voice. <laughs> Turn the radio. Yeah. If you get your relationship with Jesus correct and you're focused on God, all the other things that you have in your life will stabilize. Yeah. And and, and the purpose for that is, you see, when we're making our decisions. It, you know, it could be our disaster or it could be something that catapult us into a different level. Another level. Yeah. So uh, without consulting anyone yeah. on our decisions would determine, you know, um, where we can end up. So uh, I always consult God on with my decisions and, and, yeah. and, and I let it sit. You know, hey, God, yeah. it's in your hands and how oh, it yeah. may work out. You know, you, you'll, you know, I, I pray that you'll bring, you know, the right situation to me. And uh, it usually does. You know, it usually does. I, so just, I, I literally have become more aware of what I'm about to do mm-hmm. and what God has to say about it than because I already know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like we all know. You know, I always use a car dealer as an example. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to go get a Durango RT. Yeah. That bad boy out there was going in, and I was going to get an RT. Because I want an SUV with, that moves. Mm-hmm. That's basically, the, there's no, I mean, I, I need the SUV. To, I need the space. But, mm-hmm. but in reality, I just wanted the haul. You know, it's got to drive. And I drove it. This was a done deal in my mind. I was like, yep. Yeah. And I said, oh, stop short. I was like, okay, God. I'm going to go to this dealer. And if it's not this number, I'm just going to walk away. Mm. Give me the strength to walk away if it's not what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Not only did he give me the strength to walk away, he gave me a deal so terrible that I would have been a fool to take it. Mm. You know, And I know when it's right because I'm going to walk in and the deal's going to be exactly the way it should be. It should it's be. easy. Oh, you know. I mean, you when know. when when they're trying to throw you $200 a month over the number you were trying to be, mm-hmm. You could yeah, you could say yes and sign the paper, but that two hundred bucks, twelve hundred, what is it, twenty four hundred bucks a year mm-hmm. is gonna, you're gonna uh, remind you. All right, listen, we'll be right back. You're listening to Inspiring Hope. Remember that fear that took our breath away. Faith so weak that we could barely.
You're listening to 103.7 Super Jams Radio, Inspiring Hope. And uh, we're hanging out with Pastor Patrick Livingston and uh, DJ Minister Minister Mark. And, of course, Jesus is hanging out with us. Absolutely. Right here. All right. So uh, we were just basically talking about being faithful. Mm -hmm. We're talking about stewardship. Mm -hmm. We're all really talking about listening to God's voice. Mm -hmm. Right? And everybody's like, if you don't know God, oh, God doesn't have a voice. Mm -hmm. God has got a loud voice through the Holy Spirit, and he always comes in a whisper, if that makes Mm -hmm. any sense, all right? Mm -hmm. So it is powerful and impactful, but it's never loud. Mm -hmm. It's it's an epiphany. It's it's that little voice in your head, don't do it. Do it. Mm -hmm. You know, believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, When it's hard and you got nothing, I listen, if you, everybody prays. Even the folks who aren't religious. Oh, absolutely. When that plane is going down, <laughs> it's amazing how every atheist yeah. finds a prayer. You know, they're not like, oh, this is cool, I'm going to die. No, that, no yeah. one, you have a survival instinct, and it's prayer. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's fight, flight, and pray. And pray you know, yeah. it's a, you absolutely. Know, and those, yeah. are, those are the things. So, yeah. so, you know, God does have a voice. And just like... Um, they talk about the shepherd and the sheep, that the mm-hmm. sheep know the shepherd's voice. Mm-hmm. So they're safe when the shepherd's it's speaking, speaking. and, and they're, they obey. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing. The more you read the Bible, the more you hang out with Christians, the more you offer yourself to God, mm-hmm. the more that you pray and, and really just accept the idea that God's got a better plan than mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. for yourself. You hear him, and and he's cool. He wants to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. I actually love that, that our creator thinks we're cool enough to hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm cool enough to hang out with. I mean, I certainly um, think that I entertain God every so often. He's He's got to watch me shake his head. Um and uh, it's like I know he's gonna mess up. He's gonna, yeah. he's gonna yeah. mess it up. You ever watch your kid play sports and yeah. you know he's it's 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 gonna go bad? Yeah, yeah. He want <laughs> he's got it like you know, but just some joy in that yeah. too, like yeah. uh, you know. And uh, like I remember my son Brantley was playing football. You, you know, I think he was like twelve, eleven, mm-hmm. like you know. And the kids across from this other school were also twelve, mm-hmm. but they were size of of grown men. Mm-hmm. And I remember Brantley looking at that kid on the line. And I, in my mind, I could hear him. Like, I don't want to do this. You know, like, you know this guy's going to kill me. You know, so my favorite part of that was, that story was uh, the guy just levels him, right? Like he's the guy that's huge. You could have yeah. leveled me. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brantley's like, yeah, my feet are itching. I got to get off the field. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and and... But I heard I heard that, like that's how God is with us. Yeah, He already knew what was going going on in your head, and He He knows what you're about to do. Mm-hmm. He knows your mistake that's coming, but He gives you the ability to choose it. So, yeah. You can choose that mistake, you know, or you could you could just put this pause, mm-hmm. this godly pause in your life, and you know. That that was like I said. I got a C plus this weekend, and th- the only reason I did that well is because of a godly pause. Mm-hmm. Not because 
because I was already off to, to really getting this bad. And, yeah. and God is like, wait, listen to me. That is your wife. She's going through something, and you've got to stop taking it so it's personal. Rips, yeah, yeah. As, and, but you're, she's saying things that are so terrible. No, like, yeah, maybe it didn't feel good, but she's, you have to be with her. This is not the time to be another thing she worries about. This is the time to humble yourself and get next to her. And, and I didn't do a great job at mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. I thought I did a good recovery on day two. But day one, I blew it. Like, I was, you know, I was offended. Mm. You know, but, but God is the one, you know, using these moments. Like, like you know, like we were talked about me DJing mm-hmm. to, uh, at the ministry. Right. She's like, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, I feel very obligated. I said, but God's really clear. Family is first. Absolutely. You have to take care yeah. of your family. You can't be a hero in the world and a zero yeah, at home. The, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I want to be, I want to be with you. I want to be with Sierra. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I said to my wife, I, I said, you know, I would just want you to ask me. Mm-hmm. Don't have an expectation of me and not say it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, she's like, well, you know, Sarah's not your daughter. You know, you can just. I was like, that was the moment. And and if you're hearing this, this is real honest stuff. I share with you my real life. You know, Sierra became my daughter the second I loved her mother. Yeah. And I married her mom. Yeah. I I I take that responsibility. You know very seriously and she's mine uh her dad is her dad but but i'm not gonna not support my wife yeah you know and and, you know my stepdaughter and i said in your mind i need you to just imagine that i made a commitment to your mom i made that commitment to your daughter Mm -hmm. these are this is a commitment to to you in front of god i'm not you know so don't separate me in your mind. Yeah, yeah no. You know, don't separate me. Mm. So listen to this. If you've married someone who's got kids and they're not yours, they're yours. They're your kids. They're your, and, and you might have a different role. You literally might not be their dad mm-hmm. or their mom, mm-hmm. but you are an adult, a godly influence, or not. Mm-hmm. And you can lift those kids or hurt those kids by your actions absolutely so it's it was like i i just felt like i was like look i i want you to include me you know patrick will understand if i can't get to the ministry mm-hmm. um so you seem really obligated mm. so here's the irony right i say i love i love my wife because this stuff happens on a regular basis <laughs> she says uh she says hey, tomorrow i gotta go get some keys from one of my customers i'm not gonna mess up my job uh, because of this, uh, I was like, "Oh," <laughs> I was like, "You know, oh, so you have something to do." <laughs> and so it was like, <laughs> and so so late, like two days later, I was able uh, to like just bring that up, bring that, yeah. in jest. You got, yeah, but you, it, I certainly it can only be in jest. It was the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but like she sees it, right? you know. Mm. But but when you guys are when when we're dealing with each other, my wife mm. and I, we. We recognize we're both broken, mm-hmm. and we both come with a set of experiences oh. that that don't always match. Yeah. 
and uh, she's never going to handle it the way I handle it. I'm never going to handle the way she handles it. And I was just, we learned something this weekend. I think Stacy got the message from me that her whole family's my family. Mm -hmm. And my whole family's hers. hers, And I, I, I want her to be with me when something's going on with my family, mm-hmm. just like I want to be with her when something's going on with hers. Yeah. And that's what makes a much stronger marriage. Mm-hmm. We're inclusive of each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, I, but yeah, we, we were certainly getting it wrong. Um, the first co- Friday, Saturday was, yeah. it was a little bit of a <laughs> war zone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I, I can imagine, you know, because when you, you make a commitment for something and then, you know, uh, you know life hits, and you're just like, oh. I mean, I'm on the radio, but like, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. see everybody Saturday. Oh, yeah, I don't come check. And then I'm not there. <laughs> you're not you know, there like, surprise, yeah, just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, you well, no, you made the right decision, hands down. Um, no, I, I mean, look. Yeah. Anybody who's listening, your family is first. Yeah. You cannot. God is so clear about this. Uh-huh. You gotta. You gotta be. Your ministry is in your home. Uh-huh. That's the number one ministry you have. God is never going to want you to to serve everywhere else and leave nothing for your yeah, family. Yeah. That's how divorces happen. And God cherishes marriage. Absolutely, yeah. He cherishes marriage. Yeah. Like, he was on it from the day Adam and Eve showed up. He's mm-hmm. like, look, you guys, two will become one. He's like, you know, he's, you know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Now, this is a, you know, your your partner is everything. So mm. it's it's stewardship. Yeah. It all comes with the stewardship. You, if you, I love. I, uh, that's my favorite part. You know, when we're talking about stewardship, because there's so many lessons. This relationship life stewardship. Lessons, yeah, life lessons that you learn along the way by doing those things that's or right. engaging in, in, in stewardship. You when, know? When, let's say, listen, there are men out there that like they think um, marriages work. Mm-hmm. All right, we. Uh, I went to Terry and Carol when they go back on. Yeah. When they come back out, I think it's. I don't know when they, I think it was second week they're going to come. Uh, the second number. Yeah, so when Terry and Carol were, were, we went to like a little Christmas thing oh. for their couples and they invited us. Mm-hmm. And um, they were talking about uh, in marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the questions was, you know, is marriage hard? Mm-hmm. You know? And the guy's like, yeah, you got to put it to work. You got to do this. You got to do all this. You got to work. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to. And I just it just didn't settle with me because yeah. I don't agree. Mm-hmm. I said marriage is your ministry. Marriage is a blessing, and marriage is a privilege. Mm-hmm. And you get to have that wife mm-hmm. or that husband. Mm-hmm. That is a privilege and an honor. Mm-hmm. And if if it's always work for you, then you're missing out on the purpose. Mm-hmm. God never said you're going to have to work for that wife. Yeah. God said love her like I love the church. Mm-hmm. I mean. He never said, you know, it's going to be hard. No. What he said is it's a ministry. Mm-hmm. And in ministry, that's how God grows you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he sent you the perfect wife. She is sandpaper to smooth you out. Mm-hmm. You got rough edges. Mm-hmm. And every time your wife calls you out, you could defend yourself. Or you could let the sandpaper smooth you out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in my marriage with Stacy, there's been a lot of smoothing. And I don't always love it. Like, you know, she had told me what to do one too many times, mm-hmm. you know. And maybe that was smoothing out for her. 
that, that there's, a, there's a, a way to approach me. There's a way to, you know. But either way, I know why she's in my life. Right. God sent me the perfect person to counsel me. Yeah. And, and show me me. And show me where I'm doing great and, not, and show me where I'm not. Yeah. So, yeah, stewardship. How do you steward your marriage? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just money. Oh, absolutely. How do you steward your friendships? Oh, absolutely. How do you steward your r- relationships? It's, it's not just money. Yeah. But if you could get your money together, all the other mm-hmm. things get stable. Yeah. I don't even know why that is. I don't have a good answer. I'm not even asking you to give me any money. Yeah. I'm saying tithe. Mm-hmm. Whatever you call home church, tithe. Mm-hmm. Faithful. Give more. Do sacrificial giving where it hurts. <laughs> like, oh, I could, I could do something and see what God does back. Yeah. You can't outgive them. I, I d- again, <laughs> you cannot. No, you can't because, you know, I experienced that in just our ministry and uh, some of the things that we've done and some of the, you know, and that we've take on, taken on. And, um, you know, you, you, you never, well, I won't say never, but I, I'm uncomfortable asking for funds to say, hey, you know, donate Me to, too. to Arms of Hope. Everybody's so got their hands out. Yeah. This time of year, mm-hmm. hey, and then, and the, again, tip creep. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you, I went, I took takeout and you want a 20% tip? Yeah. Like, you better come to my house and serve it to me. Yeah. You know, like, it's <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, like everybody has yeah. their hand out. Yeah. And then this GoFundMe, now it's like, oh, every disaster that ever happened, they want you to fund. fund. Yeah. So, yes, people are overwhelmed with being, being asked, asked for money. money. Yeah. So, so I, I, I am truly uncomfortable. So I, I don't do that. But being good steward. People give you money. Can, Yes. They see what you're doing. They see what you're doing. They, they listen. The proof's in the pudding. The proof's in the pudding, man. Yeah. He's doing what ideally I would like to see other people do or other ministry do. When you see and 500 people, families, pulling up every week, mm-hmm. getting fed, mm-hmm. it's not hard to get behind. Ah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so there's no question what you're doing mm-hmm. with any money. Mm-hmm. Because they're picking it up every week. Every week they're seeing it. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I think that there's a little bit of uh, confusion when uh, when people see churches have, you know, fancy screens and mm-hmm. AV systems and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's today's technology. It is today's technology. That's the way we communicate. That, it's uh, not uh, like, uh, listen, if you, walked in, if you walked into a church... That didn't have a speaker and just a guy on the stage and you don't know God, you think they're behind the times. Mm-hmm. Like here, they did the Christmas um, um, service at Christ Fellowship and they used a lot of technology. Mm-hmm. They, did, um, they did like some video, uh, so pre-recorded things and then intertwined it with actual live uh, people, mm-hmm. uh, the pastors were live, and then they were on video. Like they did a lot, right? Yeah, they they they, they always do a lot. And they they, they do they listen. Do it, they Last do it year, style. the the storyteller was incredible. Like they did their own musical. Yeah. Like, but 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 what and what I'm saying this is, 
the, the whole message is to get people to know God. Mm-hmm. So if you'd watched all of that, they were entertaining enough for someone who isn't a believer mm-hmm. to hear the story. See, this isn't about uh, getting money. Mm-hmm. This is about saving souls. Mm-hmm. And so what do you got to do? You got to you got to communicate in the way that they communicate. Yeah. I mean, they did it a certain way a hundred years ago and they do mm-hmm. it a different yeah, way now. now. Absolutely. And thousands of years ago, yeah. they did it a different way. Yeah. And but you know what? The one thing that's not different is Jesus and the story. Yeah, absolutely. And that doesn't change. You're watching millions and millions of lives changed. Just a different method. Yeah. So they had they did like a like a hip hop version of Joy to the World. Mm-hmm. Right? And they had these kids dancing in the video. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden these kids show up on stage and they're you know they're hip hop dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, just celebrating Jesus. Yeah. Like they did, they, and, and there are people in the room, I'm positive, were like, hip hop. That's not. Yeah. But you know what? There's a lot of people in there saying, wow, look at these kids. They're, 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 they're dancing, praising the story, the story. of Jesus, not, um, you know, booty popping and, and, you know, yeah. promoting all this mm-hmm. other nonsense. Mm-hmm. So they took hip hop, mm-hmm. which is a cultural um, phenomenon, right, and used it for God. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that, right? It's just not what they've seen. And th- exactly, and it's different, and it's not their era. That's and, and, and that's fine, you know, because like you, I speak to folks uh, of the older generation. And you know they're used to what they're used Hems. to. Yeah, you know, like I, yeah. I couldn't do a hymn. Yeah, like I, I, I don't, I have never, I've like never listened to one, no, no. Or, or sang one. Yeah, but I do love when you get some soulful mm-hmm. pastor from oh, man, from yeah. before, you yeah, know, from yeah. thirty years ago, yeah. who can still get yeah. down. Because yeah. oh, church yeah. in the old days, yeah, was spirit. Yeah, you know, like you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. and like the new music doesn't, you know. For me, I love the new Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, like I relate to it, mm-hmm. and it moves me. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, Pastor Jimmy Rollins, um, that man can sing, mm-hmm. and he's got lots of soul, and I love it. You know, and um, he he gets a, and and he does it. Like he'll just break out some old, you know, some old gospel and mm-hmm. and sing it like it used to be sung. Mm-hmm. And there's it's it's powerful mm. so the little bit of old the little bit of new, new the yeah. little bit of you know and and but the story is about god absolutely and we want you to hear it because not listen i know where i'm going mm-hmm. when i pass mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. and if you're not sure that's a perfect opportunity to go right. see, see. What's available to Absolutely. you? Absolutely. You know, there's there's plenty of religions trying to answer that question. Mm-hmm. I believe the one that 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 they tell about Jesus. Yeah. I, I've experienced it. I don't. I didn't believe it at first. I was like, this is nonsense. Yeah. But I, I've watched Jesus work in my life. I've watched Jesus include me in things that I, I mean. They talk about disciples mm-hmm. seeing. Um, signs and wonders. Mm. I've seen them too. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen it in my own wife. I've seen it in myself. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen in people that were so hardened to God that go to church now. now yeah. Like, I know they were hardened because I was talking to them. They're yeah. like, get away from me. Mm. And then they're like, hey, that's why I let you know I was at church this week. You what? Uh, I'll tell a fast story. So my buddy Chris, he won't listen to the radio show because he knows I'm trying to hook him up. Yeah. So I got the hook out in, in Chris right now. Chris worked with me long before I was saved. I was 21. Chris was 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. He was DJing with me. And Chris and I did a lot of sin. You know, there was a lot of things that we, he knows who he's dealing with. Right. So he was going to have open heart surgery. Who do you think Chris called? Yeah. Me. Yeah. And he said, Mark, I know you're a man of God. I need you to pray with me. Wow. I was like, all right. And I called him up every day and prayed with him. And I said, Chris, this is your opportunity. I said, you're going to come out of this just fine. God has just given you a second chance. And, I, and, and he's still not listening to all the things I send him and whatever. I said, that's all right. So he calls me up two days ago. And he's like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, I started dating a Christian girl. Oof. And I said, well, how Christian? She said, she doesn't want to have sex before marriage. I said, oh, so you got a, you got a lady with some self-respect yeah. who has believed in her faith, yeah. and she's she wants you to be. You how know. did she? Did he say yeah. how she got yeah. into his life? Or? Oh no, it was in a date site, Ooh. and she let it out, let him have it from from the get. Yeah. He was like, nope, and I said, he's like, well, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, Chris, I was like, just know that God's around you. Yeah, you you hear it from me. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to hear from this lady, this lady yeah. and you're going to see a difference in her uh-huh. because when a woman is saved, she exudes godly values and principles. Mm-hmm. And when there's a person, man or woman, mm-hmm. who is in the world, they exude worldly, worldly like, things like, hey, you know, the, let's, let's have sex, yeah, let's yeah. do drugs, let's yeah. drink, let's do this, let's lie, let's cheat, let's steal. These yeah. are all the things that the world offers. Yeah, yeah. Right? So if you buy into the world, and then there's like, I'm a good person because I don't do a lot of those, those things, things right. but you're still open to some things that yeah. aren't really good. Yeah. As you get closer to God, you get really closed off to things that don't resemble mm-hmm. God. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And not closed off to people, but to sin. Mm-hmm. And I'm just watching him. Yeah. Chris, the transformation. Yeah, Chris, Chris is yeah. literally, but uh, but this is what I'm saying. Why didn't he call all his other friends? Yeah. When he's got open heart surgery, who do you want to pray with? Yeah. Someone he knows. Knows God. That knows God. Right, and uh, and and not I, only that. And God you know, sent him to me like yeah. that. Like in other words, he came from the same background as you. I mean, you you're know? saying God predestined all of this. Yeah. Like I was going to be saved so I could tell him about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's really just. It's it's just interesting how God works it out way ahead of time. Like th- there are people you met years ago uh-huh. that are gonna show right. up in your life, and you go, "Oh, now I know why I met you." Absolutely. Now I know why I met you. That is so crazy. Crazy. Because it's so true. You know. And so I love so Chris. True. I I he is he has been like a brother to me, mm-hmm. uh, more like a son to me. Mm-hmm. But he's not that much younger than me. But he's been but. I always call him a kid because he was a kid when I hired him. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But just, just a good, good guy. But just God was not on his radar 
and he's getting smacked around with, with God, and that's the best part of God. He just shows up, shows up, shows up, mm-hmm. and just when you don't think anything is happening, bam, here. I, yeah. I, you know. when, he, when he's ready for you to share your story you can't stop or him. to create your story, yeah, yeah, you can't, you stop, can't him. stop him. You can no. fight all you want, no, yeah. but the truth of the matter is that if you don't fight it, you're probably better off. If God is calling you yeah. in any way, yeah, don't fight. Answer. Yeah. What do you want? Hey, God, what do you actually want? Mm-hmm. It's going to be simple. Yeah. I want you to let me love you. Yeah. I want you to seek me. Yeah. I want, want you to check out the truth. Yeah. He wants your story that you're about to, not that, and I'm careful again, you know, not that you're about to create, but he wants your story. You know, it's already created. Exactly. He wants you to tell it. Exactly. He wants you to Thank tell you. Thank you. where you were uh-huh. and uh, how God brought, brought you, out. you out of it. And, yep. and it's, it's insane. It's yeah. honestly, it's, that's why when people are, when people tell me, you know, God's not real. Yeah. I, yeah, I could see how you can't yeah. see it. Yeah. And, and it's not a physical, God's not a physical thing right now. Mm-hmm. He's not Jesus walking with us. He's mm-hmm. not God in the garden. He's not even the the cloud guiding the Jews. No. You know, like through you know you know uh, the, you know the desert. You know what he is is he's this presence who's with you yeah. all the time. All the time. And if you can just shut your eyes and imagine that you have a hedge of protection around you mm-hmm. that just loves you, and how many things didn't happen to you. That you'll never know, never know that God did. It's like he only gets blamed for what doesn't go right. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, then you know I got I'm in jail. My wife left me. He's blamed for that. <laughs> uh, no, if you ended up in jail, you might have did something. You might have did something. You think? No. <laughs> like I, I, here, Katie called me up. She didn't. She did something wrong with some drugs, and um, Katie's my daughter. Uh, she passed, uh, but before she passed, she called me up. She's like, I got to go to court tomorrow. They're going to drug test me. I'm definitely going back into jail. And she's like, there's no way I can get clean before the morning. And I said, well, all right, well, let's get the pastor on the phone. Let's pray. And the pastor prayed with her. Mm-hmm. And next morning I call her. I said, are you okay? You ready to go to court? She said, the court called. Um, the judge had to go somewhere. Wow. Uh, it's been postponed a month. Wow. So now you've been a second chance. There you go. To get yourself to not be. I mean, I, I mean, this is the last minute. This wasn't yeah. like, you know. Yeah. It was only a few hours after we prayed. And I'm not saying that God um, is just used that way. What I'm saying is that God hears your prayers, knew her heart, and knew she couldn't be in jail right so he gave her a moment she still had to face the music a few weeks later yeah, yeah. but the point is she gave her that that break that that break in the stress mm-hmm. to reflect and see his presence yeah 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 so yeah. god will do that for you too absolutely so our prayer today we're, we're wrapping up we got a few minutes about a minute left listen our prayer from arms of hope um and inspiring hope mm-hmm. to all of you is that you you have a life filled with God's blessings, mm-hmm. God's peace, and you know God's guidance. And that when you hear us, 
that you just hear two guys who are who have just been redeemed mm -hmm. and we weren't worth it god thinks we're worth it but we certainly didn't earn redemption um he blessed us with it Absolutely. and you can be blessed with it too so um with that we will see you guys next week um well, it's always be, our pleasure be safe it'll be new year when you hear from us again so oh, that's right be safe when you're celebrating out there and happy new year happy new year this is what he does